You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Welcome inside our Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Wow, that's Joe. That's the old. It's me training for the you know mile. The, you know right. the mile that's, training? That's yeah. the extent that's all of the it. Training. Yeah, that's yeah, all that we course, have. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm thinking about point. buying one of those little walker things? You know, have you seen all those commercials? Yeah, all all the Conference USA <laughs> games, yeah, yeah. you have know, those yeah, little, yeah, little, little foot things. I get to sit in my chair like this. Just do my little feet like that. Yeah. That's how I'm going to start. It makes me wonder when I'm watching those. They're like, who do they think is watching these midweek USA games? They're all like the old person, like little foot pedal. Yeah, Cali Doan is somewhere not excited about that. Okay, so on today's episode, Episode. It is jam-packed. First, so we much have David Pollock yes, in studio, physically here. He's the not house. calling in no. on his no, Zoom. No, no, no. He it's not is like here. No, no, we flew him in. We're, We're going to yeah. talk a little faith, family, and football. So faith, really excited focus, about football, that. Football. Um, we also, Joe has oh. a new job on campus. He is oh, in whoa. charge of Caden Salter's helmet. Oh. On game day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, no, so we'll break down that very close call win over uh, Middle Tennessee. We'll look ahead to Western a Kentucky. Too close of a call. Yes. Little too, yeah, I'm a little a uncomfortable. Little I'm getting close. a little, uh, you know, my heart rate in these games is is going a little crazy. Um, we'll talk about Quentin Cooley. The bowling ball strikes again. Brylin Green is the money man. That, that really cheesed me off, by the way. I was going to get to that later in the podcast, yeah. but you know what I thought? The very first thought that went through my head is fourth down. They got We got to get a yeah. stop, right? And the, all you do is knock down the pass. Right. Game's over, right? So the ball gets tipped, whatever happens, and Brian, just let the ball fall. Let, let it fall harmlessly, why is it gotta be about harmlessly you, to the ground. Yeah, why is right? it got to be about and you? And next thing you know, he intercepts the ball, and the yeah. first thought that went through my head was, oh, there's some more fantasy points for Emory <laughs> yeah. Austin. We yeah. will get, to, yeah. we will get to Flames yeah. fantasy. We have a mailbag question, and our, uh, what is it, Snell? Bowl game, snow scoring system. Scoring system. Yeah. We really need to get a graphic going for that. But first, we start with, you know, before the game even really starts, Kane Salter rushing Uh-oh. to the sidelines. I've never seen anything like it. Thurman Thomas. You're have right. You- we, were, we were looking before the show because yeah. I asked you, have you ever seen anything like this? For those that didn't see, and for those that were in the stadium that may not have known, which I was a lot of people. you told me it, you could, The TV broadcast had it perfect. They were already into their, like, you know, every broadcast does this. The starting quarterback to take the field, they've got the shot of him, and they're going into there. There's a look at Caden Salter. <laughs> and he's not on the field. And he's, like, starting to walk out on the field. Then you see him, like, take his helmet off and be like. And, you, and then he just runs, the bangs into one kid who's just standing there like, what did I do? <laughs> throws his helmet away. Somebody else throws him another helmet. He puts it was on. Was that his helmet? That hey, was his if helmet. If you're watching on yeah. YouTube, I will drop the footage okay. right here, yeah. so you can see. And he all runs of what back Matt's out, saying. and by that point, the play clock is winding down. Yeah, he's got to hurry. And then Caden did actually a really good job of explaining. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I was supposed to motion the guy. I couldn't let him get to the spot he was supposed to get because we were out of time, and then that impacted the way that they were covering us. And then I threw the interception. So. Yeah, not ideal. No. I've never seen that <laughs> never before. Seen that. We oh, talked about the Thurman Thomas Thurman in the Thomas Super Bowl. The Super couldn't Bowl. find his helmet yeah. and didn't start the game because the someone game. had moved so his not. helmet. That's right. In this case, he's the quarterback. Yeah. You had to have him out there. <laughs> oh, my god. As I'm watching on TV and watching him run out there, I'm just like, man, I hope this is just a turn and hand to Cooley. I yeah. hope the first play is just like a run. 
It was not. It was not. Joe, what it, it should he have done in that situation, knowing right. what you know now? Well, either one, just take it on the chin and take call timeout. Yeah. Because you're in a mm -hmm. bad situation. Number two is okay. I'm. This has gone crazy. I'm not going to do anything stupid. Throw it to the cheerleader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. probably throw it to the cheerleader. Probably is the best option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, well, do you think? with the situation that unfolded with Middle Tennessee, you know, scoring within 90 seconds yeah. of the game even starting. Do you think this gave oh, the Blue Raiders a little bit of hope? How much did this For change sure. the game? I mean, every time you go up against a team, Liberty was heavily favored. And Middle Tennessee, they've got some athletes. Yeah, so they don't, do. don't, don't right. like them. But the last thing you want to do is give them hope early. Mm. And within one play, you've done that. Middle Tennessee... They were kind of reeling. I'll let folks at home Google what all happened in their program just like 48 hours before they got to Liberty. But like Damn. talking to some people around their staff, they were like, it has been crazy. Right. Yeah. And so you think, okay, where are their heads coming into this mm -hmm. one? Like maybe we jump on them early. And well, we did the exact opposite. You gave them life, you gave them juice, you gave them energy. And then all of a sudden, you're locked in a dogfight because they're saying, man, we can come here and win this, you know? Right. But Liberty responded. So yeah. did you want to say something? Yeah, the, the thing that was even more worse, like, hey, an interception happens. Yeah. Right? First play, interception happens. Guess what? That's, that's football. It happens, right? The part that was more alarming to me when I was like, oh, this may not be very good, was once, quick, quick change. Defense always practices. Quick change. Yep. Okay, we're sitting in the back drink. Oh, interception. Turn on. Quick change. We're back on the field, right? You got to know how to respond how easily they got into the end yeah. zone. It was either two or three plays, yeah. but it was like, well, that was really easy. And so at that, when I was like, wait, are we ready to play here defensively? And that showed obviously yeah. showed its way further along yeah. in the game. Yeah, I would, I, with the back and forth battle, I would say that the defense just didn't look like itself. Yeah. You know, it, it just seemed like they were just, I don't know if the energy level was down or, you know, Coach Chadwell said after the game that it wasn't a great week of practice. Yeah. So I don't know if that – when you don't practice well, that does translate to game day. But do you think defensively those three quarters we saw a different team? I mean, of course, Flames yeah. quarter. Well, it was a little bit like – and also there was some undisciplined play. Right. And like, like you had the Kobe Singleton pass interference, then he punches the kid in the face on the yeah. sideline to get another 15. Just stuff like that that you're like, man, you're not helping yourself out any right now. And then even going back, we talk about the athletes. Maybe we were a little surprised yeah. by some of those athletes yeah. from Middle Tennessee because right. there were some bad angles being yeah. taken by Liberty defense. Like that little, like, bubble screen or whatever you want to call it to the right side, the guy just took it 75 yards. You're looking at the safety taking awful angle, yeah. and, and he gets beat for that 75-yard touchdown. Oh, so yeah. there's just some of that where it's just like, man, I don't it – was, it was as frustrating a game, I think, as we've had defensively, and you hope that's just something that – for whatever reason, they're able to get out of their system, and it's not a sign of like, uh oh, we've got yeah. some issues here. Right, and yeah. I mean some missed tackles that well, it was yeah. just it's, very uncharacteristic. It, it's you know obviously everything starts up front, right? Yeah. And you could tell very early on, like when you play defensive line, you know, a good defensive line coach telling you to do what? You have an offensive lineman who's blocking you. Okay, when he block, he's trying to move you a certain direction, right? So your job is what bad defense alignment do is they get moved that direction, then they try to go around the block to get back, right? That's bad. It's, it's the least path of resistance. So your job is to, to engage, and he's moving me here. I want to fight pressure back away to where he's trying to move me, right. right? And so when you started watching that game, what I saw a lot of was, okay, I got hit. He's moving me here. 
okay, I'm going to take the least path of resistance. So there wasn't that that fight that was there early on. So you saw them being able to run the ball. And then on top of that, you start talking about the perimeter tackling. Whereas are you really, you know, what you teach defensive backs is the second somebody catches a ball, you got to close the gap as fast as you can. Right, close yeah. the gap of the space as fast as you can. That's the whole idea of give the ball of space to your athletes. You want to close that as fast as you can, and then get them on the ground. They weren't closing the gap, yeah. and, I think and then when even, you don't close the gap, and yeah. you have good athletes, I think that was even that first touchdown. Yeah. That is one thing the analyst said during the game. It may have been a Corey Jones. He's like, he just catches it there in the flat. You're on the three yard line. Yeah, there's nobody you, there. You got to attack yes. that, and, and it was kind of just sitting. Yeah, back so there was just that that just lackadaisicalness. That it was so it, it, the. The good side of it, though, was when it came down to crunch time. I was going to say, all of that, <laughs> being, came, all that said, being said, you the defense yeah. saved the day, the saved, saved the, the game once Here, again. Yeah. Seven games played. Seven games. Yeah. And Liberty has given up six That's fourth quarter yeah. points. That's insane. That's, a, that's, that's incredible. Insane. It and, is the and, Flames and, quarter. And this insane part of the Flames quarter for that thing was they were getting gashed. So it's like... Okay, I said to somebody, I can't remember, I said somebody's like, you're going to have to score in the 40s, high 40s to win this football game. Yeah. And that's what it was turned into. But they were getting gashed, gashed, and then in that fourth quarter started, it was like they started making all the plays you have to, yeah. make, they have to make. And sometimes, sometimes, guess what? They're college football kids, yeah. right? They're 18 to 22 years old. You're going to have some of this. Like, it's part of the deal. What the lesson learned is, okay, at what point do you decide that you're going to battle through it and still find a way to win the game? So right. that's the positive. The fourth quarter is 100% the positive takeaway defensively. It, sh it shows a ton about their conditioning, for one. Yeah. And then the second thing that it shows is their character. Their character say, like, we've been bad. Put it behind us. We're not. We're, somebody's going to stop it. They stopped it and played great in the fourth quarter. Another Gotta thing to mention credit. is, you know, with this change of scheduling, having these Tuesday games, you know, while it's great to have the national publicity on, on TV and all of that, and you have, like, the week to prepare, it's still a little different, I think, for these guys. Or how – Or do you, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but Brylin Green mentioned it after the game. He's like, you know, it's just weird. Like, we're not playing in the NFL. Like, because we have, like, class and, and, and stuff on Tuesdays. And, and yeah. you're just in a different routine, I think, that I don't know how much that's affected it or – I don't know. Maybe they're getting complacent because yeah. you're seven and zero. You could very easily be four and three. Yeah. You could very easily be four and three right now. So, I don't know if they're getting to a point where their their heads are getting a little big and they just feel like they can sit back. Yeah, I don't, um, know. I mean, I don't I, think it's that. Yeah, I, I think throughout a season you're going to have yes. games like this. Yeah. But to Joe's point, whereas a lot of teams it results in a loss, correct? You do credit them for. Making finding some plays, away. finding a way. And that's what great teams do. Right. Even when they don't have their A game, they do enough to find a way and just tough it out and somebody steps up. And they did down the stretch. Now, Jamie Chadwell said, awful week of practice. It showed up. Hopefully, yeah. that is kind of a like, hey, guys, a little bit of a wake-up call. Like, what we do here during the week, yeah, proves the point. that, that matters. It that matters. Yeah. And I hope and I think – you're going to see a different looking Liberty team in this next contest against Western Kentucky than you saw. And on top of that, and I don't know how much that is your classic trap game. Yeah. Right? 100%. If we're gonna if we're gonna like that is. Not just the team, but wait, Western Kentucky or Middle Tennessee? Middle Tennessee was the right, classic right, trap yeah. game. Right. And it's not just the team, right? Middle Tennessee, but it's also it's 
the third game and was it 18 days? Is that what it was? I can't remember the day amount. Yeah, days it was, but it was a yeah. short week. It yeah. was a Thursday, Tuesday, and then the following Tuesday. Yeah. So whatever that adds up to be, it was the last game of that span. Yeah, and so it had those fingerprints all over it. Of, yeah. of being that game where it can get could get a little dicey, but, and it did. You know, Chadwell said also, like Middle Tennessee, you got to give them credit because yes. not only do they have athletes and came to play, but when you look at some of their games and and they're not, they weren't, their record is not who they were and who yeah, they, I mean, they who they Alabama, are. So. Yeah. They were good offensively, yeah. really good. Like, I didn't realize the Justin Olsen kid until he finally hit me. He was the transfer from North Carolina. Right. So I yeah. remember watching him play it. UNC's a good player. Yeah. And so they they had him. And then the the, uh, the little guy, uh, the Pritchett, was that his yeah, name? Yeah, Metcalf. Metcalf, yeah. Metcalf. Yeah. That guy, that dude could play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, he could roll. Um, yeah. So they had athletes, all, and the quarterback was good. You know, where, where their problem was. I mean, he was, got the ball out so good. Oh, my God. He, yeah. he was good. Where their problem was, and I think I texted him out of this earlier, I said, we're going to run for 500 yards. Yeah. Um, fell 99 yards short yeah. of that. But their D-line. Right. Co and he coach said, when you interviewed the guy coming off the bus, yep. he was like, yeah, we're beat up on the D-line. Yeah. And like, you got to stop the rush. Yeah, it's going to be tough, <laughs> basically, yeah. is what he said. Yeah. To you, and so and then Matt they relayed just, that we information to Coach Chadwell. Yeah, right. yeah. Because Coach Chadwell was not planning to run the ball <laughs> until I told him. But but isn't that such a luxury though? Because of this offense and because of a Quentin Cooley and Caden Salter's mobility, cool. that you can rely on. We can just grind a game out. Yeah. Right. You want to? We can just get physical. And we can grind it out, and you run for for 400 yards. 400 yards, that's that a lot insane. of yards. And, like, you just wear them down. Yeah. And we are totally comfortable doing that. Yeah. You don't have to rely on your quarterback just being dialed in every single night because you basically you're like, hey, if you can hit two or three big plays down the field, we're, it's the rest will take care of itself. With the offensive line, Quentin Cooley, we're going to get our yards. Right. Let me ask you a question. I just saw this. Yes, it was a, a new – High for my Flames fantasy. No, that's not. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Clarification. Yeah. When uh, was it? Uh, Billy Coolhand Lucas. Yeah. They call. It looked like he fumbled. It did. And then they when they he reviewed took a shot it. To the ear. Yeah. They reviewed it, and I saw it on the big screen. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a fumble. Yeah. And they didn't call it a fumble. What What was well, the was deal? Was that there? an illegal hit? No, no. Oh, they, was it fumble or no yeah. fumble? Like, did you? I didn't see the TV. I wasn't watching that, on TV. I was surprised by that. I was surprised by was that. Was it like? That, I was surprised. That, by it was a fumble, wasn't it? I mean, it, it sure looked, looked like, like it. A that fumble. ball was definitely moving. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what the? And I mean, the broadcaster said the same thing. They were like, they were yeah. shocked. So that was that was a, definitely a break. Oh, that was yeah. a huge, <laughs> that was break. A huge break. That was a break because they just fumbled right before that. Cruelly fumbled right before yeah. that. That was a break, and then the penalty. In the fourth quarter, yeah, game when the changer. play ended, it was fourth down, and Duke comes <laughs> up and shoves C.J. Uh, Daniels. Third down stop. Like, they got the, one of their first third down stops. That was game-changing. Um, who was that? That's Thomas, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, then they that hit C.J. Daniels and touchdown. Yeah, that yeah. was game-changing. That was a game-changing moment. And then special teams issues. Shaky. Let's talk about some more game-changing moments because there's a 13. Max Morgan. 13-yard punt. I was uh, shaking in my boots at this point. he's been good this year. He's been good. I'll say Morgan has had, been he has had some really good weeks. He was special teams player of the week in Conference USA. Horrible bounce. But that just took a bad Horrible. bounce. Like he basically almost was able to cover it himself. But yeah. that was the – I think we should have a segment called the Alcova Mortgage Game-Changing Play of you the Day. You sponsor the whole how podcast. Why you, do you – like how many things you within the, the things are you going to sponsor? Because so the Alcova Mortgage Game-Changing Play of the okay. Day okay. was when Max Morgan had the 13-yard yeah. punt. I think yeah. they bought like the 18 or whatever. Yeah. 
and it's like, oh no, like this yep. thing's going sideways fast. And Preston Hodge, yep. they Man. try to throw the corner out. They had just beaten uh, in the third quarter to Metcalf, yep. touchdown. They come back, run the same thing. Preston Hodge couldn't have played that any better. Oh, hip to hip, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hip to hip. You always run hip. Eyes to hip, hip to hip, turn in, boom, hands up, pick. My that right Shakira, there. Because I was like, the hips don't lie. The hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. But, but and I was a little surprised they did that shot again. They I think well, I think they, I think Middle Tennessee should have hit him with that little button. Make him tap. Do yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. And well, they took the shot and they pick up. But Preston Hodge, Alcova Mortgage. Game-changing play of the day. I go. think it was funny because on the broadcast, they kept saying, "I, you know, I can't believe they keep throwing it with hot." Wait. Yeah, he kept saying, why would you? you why would you throw it with, to Hodge? You can't keep testing him. And I'm like, no, you don't want to test Singleton. Like, do they have the wrong guy but here? He it, stepped up. Oh, he, he stepped, stepped, he stepped up huge. Up big. And then this whole defense did in the fourth quarter. They yeah. Nailed it. It's Brian a flame Green. Flames quarter. Flames quarter. Um, okay. Uh, what else do we need to cover about the game? That good? Are we... Are we good? Before we move I went down the sidelines yeah. in the fourth quarter because I wanted to feel what the vibe was like. Yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> so going to go down the sidelines and see what the vibe's yeah. like. Were you right? singing? No, I wasn't singing. But I went down there and I was like, it was a great vibe. Great you could tell the, the energy was like, usually well. the bench down, yeah. go, like just. You get them going. Yeah. Well, look this at the, the first three quarters. The story. The story you were down there. there. I just want to feel the vibe. Like, yeah. Sideline reporter Joe. Sideline yeah. reporter. I mean, Emily gets the vibe. She's on the sidelines. Right. You can tell, right? Am I not right? When you're down yeah. there, like, hey, well, this team is ready to go. They're jack Joe ready to play. Up. Hey, Coach Cranston, if you might have got a word, I'd like to say, share with the team. <laughs> yeah. Boys, boys, bring it in. Bring it in, actually, boys. Like, who is this guy? Actually. Is that, to, the, is that, the, the, is that the mortgage guy? Is to, that that mortgage <laughs> guy that talks football? Yeah. To tell you the truth, I'm standing over there on the, on the silence, yeah. right? And I look over, and Kyle Kranz comes walking down, and he looks at me, and he says something to me. Um, I'm not going to say what he right. said, but he says something to me. He was not happy. I bet. Yeah, he was well, not, he was not happy said, with the performance. In the post-game press conference, he goes, Jamie Chadwell came and got on us on this defense. He goes, yeah. he's never gotten on us like that before. Yeah. I've never seen that before. He's like, but we needed it. Yeah, it was good We needed him. it. Yeah. Um, coming up, we have a great interview with David Pollack. He is a former Georgia linebacker. He was a three-time All-American, 2002 SEC Player of the Year. Still holds a program record with 36 sacks. Um, and he was inducted in the College Football really? Hall of Fame yeah. in 2020. Georgia record, 36 sacks? Still holds it, it today. You know, just just come to me if you That's want. Surprising. Actually, That's go to Matt Warner for all that information. Um, so stick around for that. You know, this interview is so great. David Pollock might want to move here. And if he's looking oh. to move to Lynchburg, oh. I see what she's doing. John didn't even see this coming. Uh, he didn't even see it. He's he blinded Why Pollock by yeah. light. Why is Pollock moving here? Yeah. And then she sets it up. Yeah. You just just, just surprise. Um, so ahead. while Matt looks up the email address or the website to go to, if you have been, um, a, if you're a Liberty alum or a current Liberty employee, yep. Joe has a deal for you that involves not Bryland Green money, real, real money. money. Yeah. yeah, it's not that Joker bag. No, it's no. not that Joker bag. There's no joke here. We're talking cash. about we're talking about up to five thousand dollars lender credit towards your closing costs at closing. Of I'm getting one of them big checks too. Are you really? Yeah, we got a big check. Oh, that's Take a picture cool. at closing with the big check? Yeah. You just don't try like to Happy Gilmore. Yeah, you Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Shoot him again. It's on order. Yeah, it's on good. order. So you have the big check. So, yes, up to $5,000 uh, closing cost credit. So look me up and go to alumni community. 
www.liberty.edu. It's at almost. We, we've become easy. smooth. We it are, was rough around the edges for a while. It is. It but is. But it we really Everybody are knows their family. role. They know Every, their role. So. I set it up. Joe job. gives you the meat. And job. then Matt, you know, yeah. it's yeah. it's great. So uh, we'll, we'll continue to practice that. because it's. Uh, but it is getting better. Um, okay, so we'll get to that interview in just a moment. We have... Um, mailbag still to get to, and uh, after this we interview, we have Flames Fantasy, we have uh, bold Flames predictions. Fantasy. But first, do we want to talk a little bit about the CUSA, or do we want to do it after the interview? Let's go to Pollock first. Let's, let's go, go to, to Pollock. Pollock. The All right, folks let, want to hear from Pollock. All right, let's go to this interview with David Pollock. We have David Pollock in the wow. house. You know, I really tried, like I do for the normal Flame Central podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage, Thank each and every much. week to, <laughs> yeah. to, like, produce it and actually, you know, have some sort of rundown. So I'm You're going over questions and stuff before, yes, because sometimes you just cannot trust Joe Yock. Yeah, what can so you I go, Joe, can you, can you just, like, yeah. tell me what questions you have? Because I have, like, a little no. bit of a system yeah. and, a, you know, what we're doing, a rundown. And he's like, I have some brewing in my head. And that is the scariest yeah. thing I've oh, heard in a really it. So it's brewing in a small little <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Just stop it. You know, they're always worried about me doing something off the rails or whatever. And I've always... For the most part. <laughs> Falling yeah, off the I, rails. I, I mean, for the most part. <laughs> my P's and Q's. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it make it more fun, though? Like, it, I, I've worked I, with so many people that is. are scripted. Yeah. It is. And it is hard. Fun, yeah. It is hard to work with people. We have a good scripted. We have a good off story. Can't, we can't tell a story. A story to, to tell you about our very first broadcast with Matt. Football game. Oh, it was a football oh, game. Yes. It's football a game. classic. We'll get to that. That's not for this podcast. But welcome to the mountain. First time to Lynchburg? Or is this like a family vacation spot for you guys? I've heard about it a lot. Yeah. And I'm actually friends with Hugh Freeze so he's dude he bragged about this place mm -hmm. so much um and then you visit and you see why oh my gosh like this is gorgeous it's awesome and you have a relationship you were saying with Jamie Chadwell yeah. also how far back do you guys go how'd that, how'd that start I, well okay so my son's eighth grade basketball coach was played with Jamie in high school okay so like I started watching Jamie at Coastal and he does so many unique things like if you if you watch him it's like a it's like triple option meets spread offense yeah. and he's got so many cool gimmicks off it. and i was like todd wells is actually, actually he beat jamie out for the starting job jamie broke his ankle first right, like right. so yeah, we okay. i mean oh, i got always oh, you're going way back he did, yeah he broke his ankle <laughs> in his yeah. sophomore year of high school and todd came over and actually he took over for the heinz ward was the quarterback before that like oh, this is this wow. is this is gold yeah um but uh so uh so i knew todd and then i, I got to know jamie but there, there's a couple reasons why like jamie's a big believer and i'm yep. a huge yep. believer and my faith is important to me but jamie also like when i go across college football and i watch coaches very few coaches promote fun Mm. Yeah. And, and and I'm a high school yeah. football coach now, and that's my main yeah. thing. I'm like, how do we bring fun? Yeah. How do we bring fun? Like, this doesn't have to suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. listen, yeah. football sucks anyways. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's. Oh I'm God. just saying, it's Frag hard. Frag like, it you beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Like, it's and, yeah. and it's and it's Groundhog's Day, and you're yeah. putting your pads mm -hmm. on. And you're taping my ankles. Like, and, and you saw like some of the skits that Jamie would <laughs> yeah. do, and yeah. Joey, whether it's Joey Chestnut coming in the locker room or WWE, and we're working on one now. Actually, I was just texting with Ric Flair. We got. We got something brewing. Oh, you got something brewing with, with not with Rick. Okay. We got something okay, brewing okay. that might oh, be. We might, we might, okay. I'm just telling you. I'm going to put that out. I'm not going to tell Woo. any details. How about that for a name drop, but, though? I was texting Rick Flair. Rick, yeah. You just kind of casually move just, on no from that. No big deal. Yeah. Rick's, yeah. Rick's, Rick Flair's got a Georgia Bulldog connection. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's, his granddaughter or someone's yep. on the track team. Or yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a big Georgia Bulldog yeah. supporter. Sometimes, then he gets pissed, and then he'll leave. Cheer for somebody else. Yeah, cheer for somebody else. So, a little bit of a different, you know, college football season for you. How has it been? Are you watching? 
watching a lot of college football or just, you know, sitting on the couch with those loaded nachos? It's, What's going on? It's beautiful. Uh, it's <laughs> glorious. First of all, like, that's a very nice way of saying you got fired. Um, yes. So my mama, my mama keeps going like, stop yeah. saying that. I'm like, you got let go. I'm like, mom. They told me not to come. Like, they told me to go home, and you yeah, can't come yeah, here. So wh whatever yeah, you want to say, yeah. Mama, like we can spend this yeah. however you want. Yeah. Um, it's oh, been man. awesome. Like to to be a normal fan and just sit on the couch. Like I work out in the morning, and then I sit my fat self on the couch and stuff my face all <laughs> yeah. day long. And a couple weeks ago, when we had the like sixth ranked on rates undefeated matchups, like right. I didn't do a thing, and it was amazing. So kind of like I'm listen. My son is a ninth grader. And he's uh, playing yeah, high school football. Time. My yeah. daughter's an eighth grader. I'm coaching her in basketball coming up. So, um, listen, I had a great job, and I love my job. And I'd still be doing it, to be clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, now when you're home and you realize how much you miss out on, like, it's, yeah. it's really nice to be home, enjoying the heck out of it. Don't know if I, I, I honestly would tell you if you asked me, I'm not going back. Like, it would have to be a perfect oh, wow. situation wow. because – I'm loving it. And well, loving... we have an opening here on the Flames Under podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. And loving coaching high school football. Yeah. So I coach, you know, North Oconee. That's awesome. Um, the Titans. We're number two in the state of Georgia. So well, we're, we're a good team. Nice. How's the girls' awesome. basketball team like? Girls' basketball team's solid, bro. We've solid? Been, I've coached them since they were third grade. My, oh, my daughter's yeah, great. trained and, up right. Oh, they're, they're some dogs. Oh, like, yeah. you roll the ball yeah. out there, and we will full yeah. court press you the whole game and make your life nice. miserable. I Anyways, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I well, if you want to, you know, incorporate the pack line defense, we can get you a meeting with Coach McKay. That's Fairly. been successful. I've already, I've already I talked to him today. Isn't yeah, he like, amazing? Yeah. 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 He gives this me. This whole school, like, in the facilities and the, I mean, this is this is silly. Like, it's it's unbelievable. It's different on the mountain. That's yes. what they say, yeah. for sure. So, you're, what then are you doing with that time? Like, I know, yeah. listening to your podcast, which, by the way, is awesome, the Family Goals podcast. Well, you guys do a great that. job. Like, I know you had mentioned when this all went down with ESPN, like, man, I think I want to go into speaking. I think yeah. I think that's kind of maybe a passion I want to pursue. Yep. How has that been going? Obviously, you're here at Liberty. What's been kind of the message you've been focusing in on? And is is that kind of your next next step? I think so. Um, it's just awesome to do, like, kind of make your own schedule, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but, like, speaking here, I've spoken at FCA. Um, and, and really being able to share my faith is, is most important to me. Um, so it, it's been fun. It, it's really, it's really cool. Like one of the things the last couple of years, so I've done college game day for so many years and then doing it like two years ago, I started coaching high school football with the team yeah. uh, at, in a small capacity. Um, I started speaking because I didn't, I didn't have that return on mission. And when I say that, I loved what I did. I'm not sure. saying I didn't, I'm saying I didn't get in people's lives. Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. see change. So now I get to get in these kids' lives and like help them and come beside them. And I, it's fun as crud. Like, so speaking, I get to go, like I spoke at a church in Trustville, Alabama with a thousand kids and 102 got saved. That's awesome. And I'm wow. like, That's awesome. or I could be on camera talking about football. Right. So I right. think the greater mission, I, but I just, I love sharing my faith. I love motivating people. I love trying yeah. to inspire people, trying to see what, what makes them tick. Um, you know, I get to go here and beat the crap out of people that think they're good at pickleball. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but like, yeah. st still get to travel a little yeah. bit, but like, it's kind of cool because I'm like, I'm, most of the time I'm just like, hey, can I bring my bride? Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, sweet. Like yeah. a date weekend, yeah. you know? And, and awesome. so, um, so it's been cool. Yeah. It, it's been different and it's been strange and I would be doing that, you know, I would be doing game day still. But like, when, when I think in life when something like this happens, you, you, you do something for so long, you know, 12, 13 years, and you just start riding a bike, yeah. and it gets easy. Mm -hmm. And so I think the art of the possible now comes in. And it's like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, yeah. and, and then with your kids, incorporating your kids, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know God's in control, yeah. Yeah. and he's going to direct us where he wants us to go. So all of it's been awesome. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have any kind of adversity, it's always 
you look back and you're like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I'm glad I got it. See, yeah. Joe, you're going to get through that? this. You're, there's blessings and brokenness. Yeah. You know, I've been yeah. trying to tell you're him about that. To you're good enough. <laughs> you're special. Yes. By God. Yeah. And people, and Emily, I'm going to tell you something now. People like oh, you. Yeah. 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 We do that to her often. Just build that comment. Okay, so you have your list of dudes. Caden Salter landed on your list of dudes. I think it was week two. Week two. Tell me what you know about Caden Salter. I know you're you're you know doing the family thing now, so I know you're not like digging in only. On well, let's just put it this so. way. Like, we, here's how we do the dudes. And my, and my buddy Shane helps me with this. Um, I wish we could get him on camera. He's here, but he hates. Bring him on. No, no, no. He hates that more oh, than anything yeah. in this world. Okay. I'd love to yank him <laughs> up. Shane here. helps you with the dudes. Oh yeah. Well, um, we help. We so we'll, we'll look at the best players in college football and look yeah. at the top performers. Yeah. So. When you make that list, you're you're a pretty bad dude. Whether it's Brock right. Bowers, Caleb, Caleb, yeah. Caleb Williams, like Drake May, whoever's yeah. gonna make it. So you gotta have a day. So yeah. when you have a day, you mm-hmm. get props. So he yeah. deserved it. Like that's that's how we've done it. So we've done storylines of the week. Just staying connected to college football because college football is amazing. Like football is amazing. And right. and I, I've never had like when I retired from the NFL or you know got forced into retirement with my neck. Like football is so fun and so amazing. Like we had to have it as a part of our lives. So college football. I wish I could still watch it as a true fan and just chill. My brain doesn't work. Yeah. Like I was talking to Jamie at this facility over there. I'm like, you just watch it for like, oh, that's a good tape. Oh, that would be an awesome tape. And you're like, yeah, well, who are you showing it to, bud? No, you, <laughs> um, you don't work. You need anymore. like a little editor, social media yeah, editor. Yeah, right. Like, but so off. so we just try to find the best players and the best right. performers of the week, and he earned it. Who are, your, who are your teams right now? If you're, as, yeah, 14 you get, playoff. Yeah, you get, you're getting in there. Who, who's your, your, who's your sleeper sure. coming through? Who's your teams? Where do you think this thing's going to go? First of all, there's a lot of just kind of good but not great. Right. And I, I don't like – I mean, Georgia does not – I don't look at Georgia and say they're great by any stretch. Yeah. Um, they had a run where they were dominant, but this year they're not dominant. Um, Carson Beck's an animal. Captain America just got hurt, yep. Brock yeah. Bowers. So yeah. that's – that's a big deal. Michigan, to me, has looked complete. Like, they look, they've looked complete. They've been dominant both sides of the football. I don't see glaring weakness. They got the quarterback. They got great running backs. They, are, they know who they are. Um, but I, I think the Pac-12, you look at Washington out west, yeah. like, that's going to be really fun to watch. Like, Penix can spin the crap out of that thing. Mm-hmm. And who comes out with their – Oklahoma and Texas are going to play again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Texas is probably going to win. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's going to be crazy to watch. But – um, the Big Ten, Penn State, you know, Ohio State, Ohio yes. State. Yeah. No, no, but but I'll say this: I don't watch anybody and go, they're great, right? Mm-hmm. And and why? Because of NIL, yeah. because yeah. of the transfer portal. Yeah. Alabama used to have guys that sat there for two years and then they got their shine, yeah. and you're like, they're, where the freak did he yeah. come from? Right? Yeah, and you're he like, and he's a first them. round yeah. pick, yeah. but you stood, but you stayed there. Now it's like, like these people, you can't recruit four or five stars and five five stars because they're going to transfer. Right. Like if they're not playing right then. Well, first yeah. of all, you're going to pay for them the first time. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going, they're going to sit there and they're going to be mad and they're yeah. going to be upset and they're going to leave. And, and you see so much. That was a great. <laughs> do you? Um, <laughs> um, but like, uh, but again, get, getting five stars like Jimbo's been able to do yeah. and being able to do this is a totally Keep different angle. Yeah. And, and Kirby will tell you, Kirby Smart, who's the best coach in college football right now, you got to say. Yeah. Like, when he finally learned how to do this, yeah. it wasn't the talent. He right. said, we finally learned that one plus one is three. Yeah. And getting them away from football and getting in their lives, he was like, that's when we started maximizing. So I think it's going to be a lot of uh, who can outscore who. Uh, a lot of great quarterbacks that are going to be in the mix with Penix Beck, with Caleb Williams, with uh, Ewers, with uh, Dylan. How about Gabriel? He was awesome. Keep going. What? Keep He's going. one you stay drink, man. Yeah, come on. I mean, Drake May is phenomenal. Yeah. But he's do, do, not my, do, my, do the Tar Heels, do my Tar Heels have a shot? 
shot for, to, to sneak into the to the college football playoffs. We're on a Liberty podcast. I don't, <laughs> we're talking college football. I don't. I don't we're think so. college football. You don't think so? I don't think so. With Tez Walker back. Getting Tez though, you could yeah. tell. Yeah. You could tell that dude was. He, we yeah. almost put him as a dude of the week this week. I mean, he was. He coming back really quickly, but I I don't I'm not ready to put the Tar Heels in yeah. that conversation. Okay. What needs That's to change fair. about the transfer portal? Because you know Jamie and a lot of coaches really Hugh did too. Like you you sit there and go through spring and you have this team and then everybody pieces out and you're just like okay well I guess that was all for nothing. And that's what stinks. I think it stinks like the roster poaching. It's got to stop. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Here's what's funny about not funny. Every coach or a lot of coaches whine about it. But they're doing it. But they ain't putting their name on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, let me hear you go, Texas is reproaching my guy right, right here, right. and put your name on it, because then now you can be held accountable for your actions. Right. So until yeah. somebody really so does that, kinda... <laughs> yeah, I mean, because everybody's doing it to an extent, but, like, the NCAA dropped the ball big time with how they're going to manage this, and how, I mean, they just did a horrible job. Like, there needed to be windows to start. Mm-hmm. There, there needed to be rules to start with NIL. Name, image, and likeness pertaining to what you've done, not paying you to come to school. Right. right. Like now it's now it's just capitalizing on a high school player and getting them to your university as opposed to, hey, you earned it yeah. by, by being Brock Bowers as a freshman and yeah. being one of the best tight ends in the country. Yeah. You deserve everything you get. But people that haven't done anything and you're coming to the school, I, I, that, that wasn't the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. So... I know everybody's really surprised because the NCAA is so good. Well, Um, you know Nick Saban on Pat McAfee's show the other day. He was like, oh, that's all you needed was a jersey? You don't want any NIL money and stuff like that? It's just, it's funny when they're sitting there saying it, you know, straight up, like, this is what's happening. Is there a way to get it under control? Yes, I I think you can. But, I mean, you got to get the genie back in the bottle, right? Like, you got to get the toothpaste back in the tube, which is really hard. you got to squeeze it and let it go back and force it with your toothbrush. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, you're not doing all that? You're going to waste it? That's so, but, I, but I think it is. I think it's going to be incredibly difficult. But um, it's always, by the way, it's always happened. Right. Yeah. Right. News yeah. flash. Just, yeah. People have been getting paid for We're a long breaking time. breaking news so. right here. Right. All right. So the playoff is expanding to 12 teams. For a place like Liberty, that's huge, right? They see a path to the playoff. Do you like that expansion? What do you feel like that could mean for a Jamie Chadwell at Liberty team. I love the expansion because A, I get more football. Yeah. If you get more football to win, you're all nothing wrong with B, that. B, you get more fan bases involved, yeah. which is awesome. Like the more fan bases that think they have a shot, the better. C, you get the best players who don't leave early. Like they're not going, I'm sitting out. Like you're gonna right. get the best product you can get on the field. So I think that's all good. And then D, I would say, like, you've also now got a system in football where we're talking about parity. And now what how cool would it be to go into the playoffs and go, I see six teams that could win this. Right. Like, that would be yeah. dope. That yeah. would be fun as opposed to we usually go, Bama, yeah, right. Georgia, yeah. Ohio mm-hmm. State, yeah. come on down, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and listen, the problem is when Georgia and Bama and Ohio State have their quarterback, like, yeah. they're still going to be there. They're and they're still going to yeah. beat everybody probably because they recruited a better level. But we've seen more parity. Mm-hmm. And we've seen – and I, so I would love to see how that works out now in a 12-team playoff because a couple years ago, I'd have told you it won't matter. Mm. It will be the same exact teams in the finals. I don't know that I feel that way yeah, now huh? because so many people now have had their rosters stretched, um, and then you who can and then you look at teams that get hot late in the year, yeah. like all of a sudden they're hot. Like get them in the playoff, and now let's see what happens because sometimes we've said that at the end of the year they're playing so good, get them in, and yeah. I think we'll yeah. get more answers. Kind of like that March Madness spirit that yeah. it which brings is awesome. to college football, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so looking back to your college days, do you think anyone will ever break your? Uh, I didn't know you had this record. Yeah. 
Sack, sack record? Sack yeah. record. 36, I believe. Yes. Somebody will break it. All records are meant to be broken. But, yeah. I mean, my single season sack record got broken. Because, again, rules change. Game, there's more games now, too, by the way. Like they, right. you can, And you add championship games and... Um, COVID years. <laughs> you get it. You get it. Yeah, you, you get a T-shirt. You get a T-shirt. You get a... Sam Hartman. What? He's 38. I know. Okay. Um, no, I, of course it will get broken. But I think... Uh, all records are made to be broken, but and, and I, I don't even know who cares anyways. Nobody cares about that. You looked that. Well, up. we had a former uh, you lineman look, you here. You looked it up before oh. we before I came. That's nobody else. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't know that. Crap, well, neither of them did, but they don't do any the kind that. of research uh, around right. here. No, I'm kidding. He, well, he, he does for sure. Um, yeah. well, like, we had a defensive lineman, no names here, it said that he was going to get what 50 sacks yeah, in a season. We're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, he, he transferred because I don't even think he got to. So, so with your career being, you know. Injury sort of hurt you, obviously, and had ended your career. My daughter actually went to the University of Georgia on a track scholarship and then tore her Achilles tendon, transferred to North Carolina. Um, you want to show them the x ray, and, too? And then, and then it's just, please stop. <laughs> I love the banter uh, we have right here. Stop. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be a professional. Keep going. Yeah, I'm really not even gonna let it. And so, anyways, so, and then she had to take a medical retirement. Right. Okay. So I guess it, my question is, going through that injury, what to somebody who's you know, like herself, who's getting ready to graduate, what advice you know, having your sports career end, and then it's like, okay, you're thrown out into the real world. Okay. What advice would you give to to young people like that as they as they graduate from college? It's the best the thing that can happen to you. Like, get it now. I mean, I broke my neck at twenty ish, and and to this day, I'm a better dad. I'm a better husband. Like, I'm way better. I'm a better friend. Like, like God is for us. And, and if we will realize that God is for us and that every situation works for good, like, everything will turn out like he wants it to turn out. But, but he can't take us through. He can't get us where we need to get to without taking us through that. Like, we don't experience, like, when she experienced true adversity in life with her husband, like, she's not going to run. Like, a lot of people run. A lot of people hanging up, like, let's, go, let's get divorced because I can just start over. I can go get another one. Like, no, she's not going to run. She knows how to handle adversity. I got to rehab. I got to show up every day. Like, so I, I think those are, those are invaluable lessons. Like, I wouldn't trade it a million years. Like, give me the broken neck because I learned about my wife. I learned about my friends. I learned about all these people that are in my life. So, like, it all, everything happens for your benefit. And listen, does that mean we always love it? No, absolutely not. Like, it sucks, and it's going to hurt. But if you're not in a storm, one's coming. Mm. Like, at some point, it's going to come, right? Like, you live long enough— it ain't, not, it ain't much better. Like, the longer you live, the wisdom is great. Everything else sucks. Like, more death, more wrinkles. Yeah. Body ain't what it used I, to be. I you knew can't he was going to point out the wrinkles. Yeah. I already look at you when he said that. I mean, why did he look at you when he said that? Hey, less hair phone. Yeah, yeah, right. Less hair phone. All right, all right. It's not just. We're gonna about wrap this up. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's always, it's always for your good because you serve a God that's good and that's for you. But those things are gonna happen that He allows to happen that will teach you something that you needed to learn. Share your journey with Christ. Like, were, were you always a follower? Did you grow up, you know, in the church? No, I, I, so I never stepped foot in church until my senior year of high school. Oh, really? And I, I had two major things happen. One, my, my neighbor across the street invited me to a lock-in. And I was like, what's a lock-in? Yeah. He was like, you come to You're the church and night. you play games all night. Yeah. I was like, that's it? He was like, I was like, in. Yeah, Stay up late, compete? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know I was going to hear anything else, but obviously <laughs> they give you a little background. But that was, that, was a, that was the first seed that I had. 
Um, but then I had a teacher named Mark Watson. He was my physics teacher. And um, he had a Jesus sticker on his computer. I called him a Jesus freak. And he, had, and he played Christian, Christian music in a public school. And this was before, uh, yeah. before class, after class. But something was different about him. And I was like, man, this dude's, this dude's straight. And I had a good knack of irritating people, as you can see. It's, I'm really good at <laughs> it's it. A gift. And I and I couldn't and I couldn't irritate him. And something was different about him. And so, for outside reading for English, you had to pick 200 pages of a book. Well, I think part of it was to irritate Mr. Watson. But I was like, I want to do the Bible. And my English teacher said, No. She said, I can't meet with you. I said, Mr. Watson can meet with me. And so he sat down and met with me, and he took me through Matthew, Mark, oh, Luke, and John. Cool. Wow, and that's he amazing. completely changed my journey. Um, but again, and I tell people all the time, like somebody planted a seed, and then somebody lived it. Like Mark Watson lived it. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't. He didn't tell me. He didn't, never said a word about his faith, but he lived it in such a way that it was the biggest adversary for Christ, which is what we should do. Like you can. You don't have to memorize scripture inside and out. Like if you want to memorize scripture, it's a great thing. You don't have to be able to say it's this chapter, it's this verse, but if you can live a life that's honoring of God and people go, that's different, like that's tangible. And that's what he did for me. And then that started my faith journey. Like never been to church. My mom and daddy never been to church. Like we, we just, we didn't do that. We played sports and completely changed our journey. That's, that's cool. incredible. That's wild. Did you ever think that, like in some ways you probably think like football was the platform, right? For you like playing and then it, 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 but like now it seems like football was just the vehicle maybe to get you to where like God really wanted you. Well, like, did, would you have ever thought that five, 10, 15 oh, no. years ago? Well, I mean, I always thought like I was made to be a football player, yeah. like big butt, big legs, like ADD energy all the time. <laughs> like, I just thought I was like created to do that. And then once, once football got taken away, I was like, oh, this TV stuff's cool. Like I'm, I'm decent at this. And by the way, this, how I got into broadcasting was yelling at Kirk Herbstreit on the television during the 2007 season. I'm like, I was in my halo, um, my neck brace. <laughs> And I'm sitting there. You're in the halo. I'm in the halo. Yeah. They, you know, they drill it in your skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so those oh, yeah. are my scars. Yeah. yeah, they drill it in your skull, and I'm yelling at the TV. And I called my agent, and I literally said, I was like, listen, if I can't play football again, which I knew there was a pretty good chance, I was like, I think I want to do the commentating thing. He was like, did you go to school for that? I said, no. He said, well, why? I said, I think I checked the boxes. Loud, opinionated, obnoxious. <laughs> like, I literally was like arguing with the television. Yeah, and I was like, I can do that. I can yeah. do that. Like, yeah. and so, and that's how I got started on broadcast. Yeah. But what I've learned is now oh I'm not a broadcaster. God. So, but what, what I have learned, like God has continued to do this and expand my platform. And, and that's yeah. the reason. Like that, that's the, he's expanding my platform so I can go speak to places and, and share his name. Yeah. He's expanding my platform so I can tell people, uh, how, so I can tell people how I've lived my life and why I live my life. And so, that's been fun, but it's definitely been twisty, mm. and it's definitely been ups and downs and um, some things that you didn't enjoy. I yeah. mean, but, uh, but you can always see his handprints through it, and you're like, there's the reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if we look, if you look in your life, whoever's listening, like, if you look for those moments, you, you can look at those moments, and you can go, yep, I saw it. Like, yeah. there it was. That was the reason. I'm not saying it makes it better, but you're like, that was the reason, and I needed that to get to there. Yeah. Yeah, so true. So good. Okay, so we're going to move a little bit from football to more into faith and family. If there was a newlywed, what kind of, you've been with your bride almost uh, two decades, you guys, what kind of advice would you give a newlywed? I think, um, keep in mind, she doesn't listen to any advice. (laughs) Oh, really? We give her plenty (laughs) of advice. Before you start, I mean, our newlywed here, I mean, she did capture... Lynchburg's most available bachelor. Okay. Oh, oh I mean, she he's captured. Book, huh? He's yeah. a handsome yeah. guy. What's his name? Do we know? Oh, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Jason. Guess what his last name is? Cud. 
Yeah. So I'm Cut. like, okay. Cut's so I get, an animal. You Cud. love this guy. He's Cud. hilarious. So my last name, okay, my original last name was Seymour, viewers, not Austin. Seymour Cut. So Seymour yeah. Cut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Come on, God. We could, you know, yeah. like, really? He's, yeah. he's, a so. little, he's a little bit older and more mature than she is, oh. right? You're acting like, you know, I, I did a story at a nursing home once, and no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay so back to your question. Yes, please. See okay. how it gets off the she rails so help. quickly? I'll see, I'll see. I'll, well, no, we are super happy. Yeah. I just yeah, really Even though you're not going to listen, I'll go ahead right. and give it to um, you. Right. Yeah. One of the things that I learned through, throughout struggles with my bride that I wish I would have known is the only way I can put this. Like, we do the five love languages book, right. and you figure out what they are. Yeah. Well, what I didn't realize was the woman that I married at 19 isn't the woman that I married now at 30. Mm. Like, so th you're, you're going to change. Kids change a few things. Y don't well, they? Kids, kids are going to change <laughs> things. Like, but, but like God is first, not, not your spouse. Your relationship with God comes first. And then their relationship with God has to come first. Um, when kids come, your relationship with him is first, mm -hmm. not your kids. Mm -hmm. Like, those are things that are critically important, but like as you grow and as you get older, like you got to realize that love language will change and you'll have to change. And so I, I, like we did the five love languages like five years ago again, and it was completely different. Really? And I didn't know my wife. Have you guys done this? The love years language? ago. Yeah. Years ago. So, so yeah. I'm pouring yeah, into my like, wife. Yeah. He doesn't have a clue. What's a love language? Pickleball? Babe, why are you mad at me that I spent all of our savings on the lights at the pickleball party? But like, I mean, it's amazing. That hit too She literally... She's literally oh, changed and her love language changed and I'm yeah. pouring into the wrong bucket. Like right. I'm pouring into this and it's like, oh crud, like I, I'm yeah. completely swinging and missing. So That's I can't awesome. wait to see you go. I'm going to get, I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. 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 Get Cud to go through that <laughs> bucket with you. Maybe you'll listen he to him. Yeah. Um, all right. You guys got anything else? No, that's great. Thank that's you. Great. Wait, so I guess fun. last thing. What's the message at Convo? You're speaking at Convo tomorrow. Oh, Give yeah. us like a quick 30 second. What do you want to pour into these Liberty students? Um, I think, I think first of all, this is cool because it's just a different group of kids. Yeah. Like you go to Athens, you're speaking to a different group of kids. So, um, you know, I wasn't church like we just talked about. So I think my, my advice to them is definitely going to be, we're going to talk about like your friends, who you're hanging out with. Cause I think y'all would have probably agree. Like that's been the majority of it. Yeah. I think holy habits, like what holy habits are you creating? Like, what intentional habits are you creating? Because your intentional habits are gonna to continue to build and grow as you get older. Yeah. And building them younger is way easier than building them later. And so I think teaching them how to build holy habits, teaching them how to be around the right people, um, and then how to handle adversity. Because I, obviously I've, I've dealt with some of it, you know, here recently and in the past and just recently again, like we've, we've had a lot of it in our lives, it seems like lately, and how do we struggle? Mm. And, and how, do, how does that look, what does that look like? And how do we keep saying that God is for us? God is for like if you think about it like how good would marriages be in this country if you took divorce off the table yeah like everybody would fight that we wouldn't be 50% divorced you just take divorce off the table like you're not gonna take like what does the Bible say about marriage like what does the Bible what does the Bible say because we can get we can get discipled by the world or we can get discipled by the Bible and if they can learn the Bible and start to put that in their hearts and let that be their guide like your life is gonna be very prosperous your life is gonna be very successful but you can't let the world do it because if the world does, does it, you'll be jacked up. Yeah, mm, definitely a lot good. of influence on that with social media these days. Who's your college football champion this year? Oh my gosh! So I picked Florida State before the season. Really? So I'll stick really? with it. Wow! Well, and then tough. Super Bowl champion. The ACC championship. No. <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Oh my gosh! Do you go with the Chiefs again? No, I don't so. do don't it. Don't do it. The, Dolphin, the Dolphins would be amazing because Tua, Tua, Tua is awesome, Tua dude. Tua is awesome. But I'll go with. 
I'll go with Philadelphia. Okay. Right. Even though they're struggling Jaylen right now. Jalen Hurts is. Yeah. yeah, after last game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Daniel Paul, Thank I know you so you've much. had such yeah. a busy schedule and yeah. you're bouncing all around the mountain, so we really appreciate you no, stopping yeah, by and absolutely. being a part of this. Appreciate great, it. great chat with you. Sorry, we got to put up with him. <laughs> so who sponsors this thing? I'm telling you what, this podcast, Dave Pollock, is Flames a, Central Podcast. It is the Flames Central Podcast, and it is powered by Alcoa Mortgage. Give it to him. Flames powered. Central. Flames Central Podcast, powered by Alcoa Mortgage. Can you can you write it down for me real quick? Yeah, no, you got it. You got it. You Flames got it. Central. Show them the mug. Show them the mug. Podcast. Show them the must. Yeah, there it is. Powered by Alcova Morgan. Bam! That's what I'm talking about. See, defensive players aren't that dumb. <laughs> Big shout out to Dave Pollock. Thanks awesome. so much for coming by. Uh, boy, he Pollock. will be speaking at Convo tomorrow, so I might need to sneak away to to go to that. What sure. time is that at? I don't know. What is Dude, at like 10:30? 10 10 what is Convo? 10:30. 1030. 30, that's right. Yeah. We just, you know, or maybe I'll go in the control stream room, start pushing some buttons. Yeah, we'll, stream we'll stream it. Um, all right, let's look ahead to a big oh, game. That's what we've been waiting for. We have had this Matt circled Warner on our calendar it. for a very, very long time. Matt, Liberty yeah. on the road at Western Kentucky. Yeah. Um, this could be a preview of the CUSA championship game that will, you know. Here's the thing. Why is this such a big game now, right, Matt? Why Liberty, is it such a big game? If Liberty wins this game, yeah. it will be, I don't know if it's 100% certain I haven't broken it down that to that length, but it would be very hard for Liberty not to host the Conference USA Championship it's gonna game. You win this one, you're almost as sure of hosting it, yeah. unless you just completely melt that. It's almost mathematically impossible. Because you would have the tiebreaker over Western Kentucky. And New Mexico Man. And they would have two losses. Yeah. And you already have the tiebreaker over New Mexico State, yeah. who has one loss. Yeah. So those two teams still have yeah. to play each other later in the season. Yeah. But you win this, you have tiebreakers over both. You basically are, are locking up. And what does that mean for Flames fans? Tell them that one. I mean, it means you get to show up at Williams Stadium Thank you. for a conference champion. Thank First you. year in the First conference. Ever. You get to host it. Like, this yeah. is massive. This yeah. is a massive game for the Flames. Yeah, just in case you missed it, um, in week eight, those games are in the books, obviously. Liberty beating Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Jacksonville State beat Western Kentucky 20 to field 17. Goal at the buzzer. At the buzzer. The field at the buzzer. Slipped, landed slipped. on his backside, his still turn. kicked it through. Um, what so what Matt's saying is what this or what I think is ridiculous is oh, Jack State oh. cannot play right, in the conference right. championship game. Uh, shout out to Todd Wetmore for sharing he, that information he, yeah, he with me. Todd, um, Todd the truth. Which Wetmore. I think is so dumb. Like, if you're Todd, going yeah. down, I think, yes, obviously, if you're moving from FBS to FCS, you might still have some, you know, FBS players on your team. But if you're going up and you're, like, running the table, you should be able to play for a conference championship. Play the game. Yeah, I agree. But, I agree with that. Agree. Awesome. Um, thank you guys but for your support. Because of that, this is, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about Liberty trying to perhaps secure home field for the championship. Huge. Western Kentucky now is just trying to find its way there. Right. Knowing that New they Mexico still State. have New Mexico State out there. Yep. This is, I mean, obviously it's massive anyway. These were the top two teams picked in the conference at right. the beginning of the year. Yep. But now there's a little desperation there on their part because they dropped one they felt like they shouldn't have at Jacksonville State. So you think there's in. more pressure in this situation on Western Kentucky? I do feel yeah. like there's more pressure yeah. on Western Kentucky. But if they lose, if they lose this, their backs they, are against the wall. They have to yeah. beat New Mexico State yeah. Yeah. to win that tiebreaker. Yes. Right. And not, right. So not slip up anywhere else. Um, and not slip up anywhere else. Right. Some other games from Wednesday night. Uh, my heart is with you, Sam Houston. Oh, my they just can't catch a break. My heart is just broken for I was you. I that one last Because. Night, yeah. 
they lost to FIU in double overtime. I mean, yeah. how many heartbreakers can this I know. this program so face close. in one season? They're oh. this close, um, 33 to 27 in that one. Did you see the fake field goal that FIU ran? No, I didn't see that. Oh, they did the old. Oh, I did. I did see that highlight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Fantastic. New Mexico nice. State moves to three and one in the conference with a win over UTEP 28 to 7. Coming up next week, obviously, Liberty at Western Kentucky. Yeah. New Mexico State at La Tech. Both of those happening on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, Jack State at FIU. And then you have UTEP at Sam Houston. Oh, I believe in you, Sam Houston. Let's you Bearcats, you Bearcats. go get them. Uh, they, you know what? They're going to be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they're they, fine. They're, that's a, that's a historically winning program. All right, quickly um, on, on Western Kentucky. Looking ahead. Yeah, Let's what go. do we got? So they allowed 484 yards to Jacksonville State. Now, Jacksonville State had their starting quarterback in this game who yeah. was Web, knocked right? out against Liberty. Yeah, yeah Zion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they also racked up 262 on the ground. So they had some success running the football. That bodes well mm. for Liberty, obviously. The scary mm. part, and we've been saying it for weeks, Western Kentucky, their pass offense hasn't been as good, maybe, but 29th <laughs> in the nation in pass offense. It's... Austin Reed, 12th in the nation in passing yards. And... Here's the biggest stat of the Let's game for me. Let's go for the kicker. Here's Give us the, the biggest kicker. stat. Not the kicker, the Give pass. Us the kicker. It's Here's the biggest <laughs> stat. Western Kentucky has allowed four sacks all season long. That's it? Four sacks. One of the best teams in the nation in terms of protecting Here's a, the quarterback. You know why I like that? Yeah, we, okay, that's fine. Pass the ball. Because we got guys who can catch the ball. Well, Defensively, you know? there is some concern so, there, yeah, we have especially with a quarterback the caliber Guys, of Austin Reed. Yeah, if you to... just let him sit in the pocket, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa! Here's what I can't wrap yeah. my head around. You're throwing all these big time stats out, right. big stat guy, stat guy. Stat guy. Right. Oh, look, we got a stat yeah, guy yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he scored 17 points right. against Jacksonville right. State. Where's all these stats? That bottom line is baby points on the board. Show me the points. Yeah. How in the world they run up those kind of numbers and they don't have 17 points? Yeah, no, that's fair. They must be bad in the red zone or something. That's fair. Get some red zone stats. Get some red zone stats, stats, Matt Warner. Do something around here. (laughs) Dig deeper. Dig dig deeper. Um, Okay, so should we get to the Snell scoring system and some bold predictions looking ahead to this pig matchup? Should we have a watch party, guys? We need to have a watch party. We need to have a watch party. What Come time on. is that, actually? I don't know. <laughs> 7.30. Yeah, 7.30 ESPNU. So oh, maybe uh, oh, it's on ESPNU? Uh, Aaron Murray. Yeah. Snell's yeah. scoring system uh, goes like this. Joe wins this week. Yes! Uh, wow, so you're in the lead. Are we tied now? Uh, or Joe and Emily are tied. Three wow. wins apiece. I have one. I got to share my crowns, you know, with somebody. I picked the Liberty score exactly right, but I only had... Middle Tennessee scoring 20. Joe had it much tighter, so that yeah. ended up being the difference. So yeah. now that to be uh, fair, that was Joe's minutes. podcast prediction. His his pregame show prediction was different. But you know what? Well, what was it? Yeah, you know, it's fine, Joe. We've we've it's come not, to grips with what this. We've come to grips with what this is. I get two calls. It's fine. So there you go. Either one wins. Snell scoring system. Although uh our friend Jeff Snell was a little upset that you kind of called out his scoring system. I didn't last call week. out a scoring system. Did he, I? He was like, he was like, he's questioning the scoring system. I was like, well, he'll probably like it. Je- hey, let me. Yeah, Jeff. Now he's Jeff, now he's a fan. Jeff, you're, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Which, by the way, <laughs> you're a man of integrity. What is he in Idaho? You're I, a man it, of character. I got the email, and I appreciate your hard well, work. Well, two thirty would be. I got thirty his time. That's true. I got the email so at two thirty a.m. <laughs> with the breakdown. So that's true. That's probably like 
But still, still, I'm like not yeah, doing I mean, anything. Still, Joel, you know. Jeff, the only time I question your yeah. scoring system is when I lose. <laughs> right, yeah, that's exactly. pretty much it. That's pretty much um, it. Speaking of Joe losing, let's get to our Flames oh, Fantasy right League. Hey, are you still playing? No, no, no. I really believe. Oh my I, gosh, I, I, you I, might guys, have the worst guys, team no, in I mean, history. I'm being serious. I'm being serious about this. I just want you to be open about it. You don't have to do it now, but I just yeah. want you to be open about this okay. because it would make the Uno pass. It would make things so no. much fun. No. It, it, no. Like you're, no, it would make things no. a lot of fun. No. We just shuffle up teams. No. You get to keep your points where they're at, no. and we do a team shuffle. Why no. is that a problem? I will do that. <laughs> Why is that a problem? System? What is it? You got a huge lead over me, right? You still get to keep your points. We just shuffle teams. I'll say this. That's fair. Let's make. It'll make it funner. Funner? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now we're in grammar class. You can take your pick of anyone that's not picked right now. Yeah. This is terrible. Okay, that's a courtesy. Yeah. That's the courtesy. Okay. All right, here's how it went. Let's All break right. it down. This week, Joe had 23.9 points, led by Bentley Hanshaw. Emily had the best week she's ever had. She had Trayon Silly dropped that I know. touchdown. I know. Right. I was standing right there. And then he had that huge game that got called back. Oh, then he had a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I felt terrible. I know. That was the no friend yeah, penalty. Yeah. Uh, Emily had 66 points. Wow. Emily scored more by herself than Joe and I scored combined. <laughs> I scored 32. Uh, Emily got 29 points from Quinn. Quinn Cooley has yeah. the hat trick. The, you know, you know, the hat trick. You know what hurts me? This is what hurts me. I feel like. I feel like the San Diego Chargers when they picked Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning, yeah. right? Is is <laughs> Bob Blue? No, no, I'm not gonna really. Yeah. So Bob, Bob Blue's injury really, really hurt me. Hurt but I I went back and forth and back and yeah. forth in the first on the draft day. Do I take Cooley? Do I take Bob Blue? Yeah. Okay, and, and, and Joe, I, I have a question for injury you. Derailed. If you could go back, yes, and let's just give him an average season. Going back and, and uh, Von Blue didn't get injured, would yeah. you still have picked him first? No, I mean, no, I go back. No, I picked Cooley first just because he's no, not touchdowns. knowing yeah. that if yeah. Blue wasn't injured and you don't know what numbers, I mean, he'd that pick definitely up, you is a game still... changer if he's, he's healthy. Yeah, definitely. See? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Let's mm. switch the teams. It's not <laughs> that hard. No. Make things right, a little. We ain't doing it. Okay. Um, so no, lame. wait. Bold predictions for oh, Western yes. Kentucky. Lame. We never did that. Joe, do you have a bold a bold prediction? Yeah, I, I do have a bold prediction. Right, go ahead. Can we go? Uh, yeah. All right, I'll do. I'll do the score first. Okay. Okay. So my bold prediction score is that I think the Liberty defense says I'm tired of the way that they're talking about us on the podcast. Right. And they all listen. I'm sure they all listen. They all they have right. To. And I'm sure the entire staff yeah. listens too. Yeah. On their right home. They, should, they should be. Yeah. Right. right? And uh, I think the defense shows up. Yeah. And the Flames hold them to 14 points. Wow. And we walk away with this one. I'm going to go Liberty 30, West Kentucky 14. Wow. It's going to be a dominating performance. Do you have any the bull, within the, that? The, the, predict, the prediction within that is I've got to do something in my fantasy league. Yes, right. right. And a guy who hasn't risen to the top yet, we, yeah. don't, we, we heard preseason pre, pre hype, yeah. got injured, Yeah. back in the mix now. No, you would know where you're going here. Kenny Charles. Kenny Charles. Three sacks. Three sacks. Whoa! And they've only allowed four all season. Yeah, and he's gonna. He's coming. He's a man on a mission. I actually thought about that very same. <laughs> no, you did. Yes, I did. Yeah. He's uh, a man on a mission. Do you want a little more time? I can. Uh, she yeah. needs more time. All right. I I'm taking a tight one, and I gotta be honest. Before this last week, I was fully prepared to pick Western Kentucky this week. I really was. Mm -hmm. I thought this it's gonna be this could be a problem, but. I think 
That Middle Tennessee game serves as a wake-up call for the Flames defense. I think they lock in. I think Western Kentucky has some doubt creeping in after the way they performed. The pressure's on them. I think Liberty wins a tight one, 27-24. And going against the entire – this goes against everything I believe in and everything I've said thus far. Are you really ready to go And I don't know if I believe this in my heart of hearts. Are you really ready to go Liberty gets four sacks. They match the total Western Kentucky's given up all year. And Liberty gets it 27-24. Oh, by the way, Liberty has more interceptions 15 right now than they do sacks on the season 14. Wait, wait, That's wait. Incredible. Liberty has That's... 15 interceptions for the season already? Brylon Green, baby. It's got to be number one in the nation. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Liberty winning 24-20. Another tight one. And then um, I'm going to go Caden Salter is going to rush for over 100 and... He went for 160 last game. So, come on, do something bold. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying defense is going to get two interceptions, and then oh, Salter oh, is going to rush for... Come on, do something bold, be bold. Austin. Be bold. I mean, Three touchdowns. Sorry. Three TDs. And you say the final score is what? 24-20, because we're going to... Nick Brown, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's I'm right. married, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. <All> right. <laughs> Got it. Um, got it? Yeah. All right, Snell, we'll, we'll make sure that you uh, are locked Just in. Send that email. Keep track for us. Uh, we'll wrap things up with the mailbag. Bye. Quick mailbag. Uh, one question that we've touched on already from our buddy Charlie says, mailbag! thank you, Joe. He said, how does this game look different if Caden Salter puts on the right helmet? You know, I think we've touched on that. It, yeah. probably, it may have. It may well have yeah. looked a lot different. Uh, this comes to us from David, longtime listener, first time writer. Oh, um, oh hey, that's right. Welcome to the show. Yeah. He thinks send that guy a mug. Yeah, he he wants to know who do we think makes the championship game, assuming Liberty does. Do you think it's going to be Western Kentucky or New Mexico State? And we he asks, on that, and he asks, who would you rather see Liberty play? Oh. Well, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen them right. play Western Kentucky yet, and we've seen them play. New Mexico State. Um, Let's answer that next week. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I would say I think for hype-wise, conference-wise, to see preseason, Chris Fellini's preseason one and two, yeah. um, have a great game this game, yeah. which Jock Talk's not expecting. He's, yeah. He says the Flames going to put it on. Put it but if they have a great game this game, to see a rematch of the game in the championship at Williams Stadium, yeah. come on. That's yeah, but you know what? I with with say, that time of passing attack yeah. that Western Kentucky Here's has, the problem, because if Liberty wins on Tuesday yeah. and it is Western Kentucky-Liberty in the championship game, that, that makes me nervous. I would almost want Western but you know Kentucky what else, to too? win this game. You know what else, then, too? What's that? You imagine if Pavia Diego gets to come Pavia back, gets back. Come back oh, like the, the swag Diego Pavia. One, more one more time at, at, at Liberty yeah, University. Yeah, keep, keep, put that, something around that the would be a good Keep them out of the indoor facility. Yeah. All right, last question. Yep. This comes from Dylan. If you were CS- CUSA commissioner, chilling like Dylan, how many schools do you want to get to in the conference? And would there, what schools would you target? Move to the ACC. There's been some, obviously, a lot of chatter that they want to, they're adding Kennesaw State next year, right? Yeah, that was so part of that. Was that part will of get the you thing to 10. Your boy, your boy Chris talked about. Vanini, yeah. Yeah, Vanini. So I'll get you to 10. The hard part is now NCAA is making it more difficult to make that move up. You're going to start having to pay like five million bucks as a program. To move I will up hold the world hostage for one million dollars. Yeah, right. So, so that could make it. That's yeah, awesome I don't powers. know. There have been some Thanks. schools kicked around. <laughs> Missouri State, <laughs> UMass, some of those have been kicked around before. Um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, know. The thing, the thing with the thing with conference is there's so much more, there's so much more uh, change, yeah. right? That you can see this thing going a hundred different yeah. directions. Yeah. Like the, the, that is the, that is the storyline in the off season is conference change. So sure. w- what direction will it go? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I need to think on that. Yeah. I really don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What a other clear team? Cut one that that. Who's adds the a lot. next? What's the next? Let's say Liberty goes undefeated to conference yeah. and wins a conference championship. Yeah. Okay. What's the next? And I don't know the answer to this. What's the? What would you say would be a legitimate next conference step up from Conference USA? I mean, I think you got to do it again. <laughs> it's not. I mean, yes, you have to continue this for a while. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I'm not yeah, talking right, about right. in a year. I'm yeah. talking about hey, it's. Three, That's a hard four, part too because five years down the of, road from of now. the changing you know and landscape, it's, changing. it's constantly right. changing. You think like the American or yeah. the yeah, Sun the Belt American. would be great in terms of like some regional yeah. stuff, but that's hey, not but worked right out in the past. Now, yeah. But right now, you only stay in the moment. Matt right, Warner. I'm living Emily, in Emily, win the day. Emily, you only stay in the moment. I'm trying to win the Just day. Win the day. Yeah. We are all my feet, in. My on feet are firmly USA. planted right here. It's all in USA. on. No what, limits there, on us. What's there like? Part no us. limits on no us. No limits on us. Sorry, oh. sorry. I thought you were just no. That was that was <laughs> just yelling. Yeah. No, that's just. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Uh, if you want to catch up on any former episodes, be sure to check out Flame you know, at liberty.edu for any mailbag questions. Yes. Flame Central at liberty.edu. We'll catch you right back here. So things are going back to normal. No, Wednesday podcast yeah. next week after the last Tuesday game. I think we're all looking forward to getting back to a normal yes. schedule after that. So be on the lookout next Wednesday really for the like next this. episode. I Do you really like the like midweek? This. I love it. Really? I love it. So much oh, action. Because then you got the games. You got uh, you got your <laughs> yeah, pickleball day, okay, right? Wow. Then you got your Saturdays to watch all these other college yeah. games. It is yeah. nice Saturdays I mean, to watch yeah. the other like, games. Yeah. But I mean, wait, doesn't it mess with Tuesday night mess with your pickleball league? We just moved it. He had to make it. Just move, move it. He's moved it. Oh. Yeah. When he's the CEO, he can do whatever. He, he, he can't be the CUSA commissioner because he's the Yacht Talk yeah. pickleball yeah. league, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll see you right back here next Wednesday.